Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Bobby Eaton Show. Yeah. Giving you information you'll want to know. Speaking on issues affecting us all and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello world, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, or wherever you're at on the globe. Hey, and welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way, and we got a great show for you today. We got Tulsa McLean High School. Uh, the principals here and some of the administrative staff and people are there all off in here, and we're going to have a great time. So tune in, dial that number 646-716-5525, and don't forget to press that one button, you know, if you want to talk on the air. Meanwhile, it is hot in T-Town. Ooh, it's smoking, you know, smoke, they say smoking Joe Frazier, you know, up in here. So it's here at Black Wall Street, Tulsa. And, uh, man, I don't know what to say. Hey, I want to apologize for my co-host, Sansa Ray, who's un- unavailable today. But normally, you know, my girl is with me. You know, she's got some other stuff going on, so she's not in here with me today. But we're here every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on Saturdays like today from 12 to 2 p.m. So if you want to contact us, all you need to do is email us at eatonmusic 2 at gmail.com. Again, that's E-A-T-O-N, the number two, at gmail.com. Thank you guys for some of your prayers. And, you know, my dad's out in the hospital right now. I'm going to be going out there again today and checking him out, you know. So he's doing better. He's doing okay. Everything's good in the neighborhood. So I want to keep him in in our prayers and stuff like that. Oh, and uh, let's see. Coming up Monday, I'm going to let you guys know right now, we got the Metropolitan uh, Pastor Ray Owens will be in here. He'll be in here uh, Monday, 6 p.m., talking about some community issues. And on Wednesday, we got Dr. Umar Johnson will be here, c- calling in from Philadelphia, you know, and uh, he'll be here uh, with uh, his platform. He's coming to Tulsa on November the 2nd at the Greenwood Culture Center, so. Wow, and if you got an idea or anything like that and you got somebody you want to be on the show, they can reach us also at 832-443-9499. That's the Bobby Eaton Show. I just Google it. If you can't remember all that stuff, just just Google all of it, you know. So that's what we do. But, hey, we're going to be back with Tulsa McLean High School. And uh, you guys stick around, call somebody, tell a family member, tell a friend, you know, to tune into the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way.
Hi, yeah, this is the sounds of Earth, Wind, and Fire here on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way, one of my favorite groups. Wow. EWF. All right, we're in the studio, and in the studio we have Principal Renee Ravos. I'm going to say with that B-O-V. V. Ravoski. Ravoski. How are we doing, lady? I'm great. I'm great. great. Welcome to the show, and glad you could be here. And uh, let's talk a little bit, you know, chop it up. Um, Are you originally from here? Are you where are you you from? Yeah, I'm born and raised uh, in in Tulsa. Okay. Um, Tulsa Public Schools graduate myself. Okay. What school did you attend? I went to. Edison. Edison Eagles, right? I was an eagle. Eagle. I yeah. was an eagle. We used to have a tough time with them football back in the day. Oh well, <laughs> not not when I was. <laughs> yeah, you weren't there. You weren't there then. We okay. weren't winning much. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, great, great. Born and raised in Tulsa, you're mm-hmm. a native right here, okay. and you're at McLean High School. Yes. How sir. long have you been there? Uh, this is actually my fifth year there, so I've been an assistant principal the past four years. Okay, assistant principal. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, now, finally, Fine. you're the principal of the school. Yes, sir. And I, those kids probably love you out there. Oh, uh, you, know, you know, I, I hope so. Yeah, I hope love so. them. <laughs> you, you know, now... Um, we know that when it came when it comes to principals, uh, there's been a big heavy turnover mm-hmm. as far as principals are concerned out yeah. there. You plan on being there for a minute? Oh, uh, absolutely. Um, you I, know, and I can see if you are part of the part of the the furniture, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden now you're in the main seat, you know, yeah. that you would your longevity level will be there probably a lot, and probably was much needed. You know, uh, you know, probably much needed because you know the culture of the school. Yes. Rather than someone else coming from the outside coming in, you know that culture over there. Yeah, I mean, it definitely. You know, McLean is special. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I'm not saying it never ever works when somebody comes from the outside because I'm I'm sure there are times where it does, but it, you know, it being there that as long as I have, it's just it's important for McLean because mm-hmm. that I think we, we did some research and I'm, I'm number 13 since year 2000. That is a lot of principles. It's a lot of principles and it's a lot of people that haven't been from mm-hmm. anywhere, Tulsa, even Oklahoma mm-hmm. for that matter. For that matter right there. Mm-hmm. So being over there, what's your staff? How many staff members do you have actually over at McLean? Um, you know, we're probably around 60. If you really go, Whole whole staff from our teachers, counselors, um, clerks, parent facilitators, mm-hmm. um, you know, custodial right. crew, everybody. Right, We're right. probably between sixty and maybe seventy. If yeah. You. And now, how many students? Do you have? Yeah, so enroll students. Yeah, we are. We're actually um, close to six hundred this year. Six hundred this year, um, which is which is up. Well, we're down from last year total, but that's because we had the eighth grade then. Mm-hmm. So eighth now that in. we're nine through twelve, we're we're close to six hundred, which 600. is which is a little bit higher than mm-hmm. we've been. What grade level predominantly? Where you would you say? In between that little figure, the ninth grade, tenth, eleventh, or where? You know, or most of the students. It's actually we've got a more even split okay. than we've had in quite some time. Okay, kind of balanced um, out. Yeah, there, it, huh? it is actually. Uh, when we uh, looking at our our numbers, mm-hmm. uh, 
we, we definitely usually have way more freshmen than any other class. Mm-hmm. And it is pretty even this year. And even this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, predominantly African-American and Hispanic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, I was about yeah. to say, I yeah. thought you were just going to say African American. No, 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 I was like, no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I've been over yeah. the plane. I yeah. can see it, that diversity right there amongst, you know, yeah, yeah. going on right there. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, you have some people here with you. Some, yeah, we want to get them in the mix. Go ahead and introduce them to us, please. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, I've, I've got two awesome people with me who are staples in the McLean um, family. Um, I've got Dr. Sylvia Chandler. Yeah. She is one of our counselors. Her and I actually, well, started our this her time this time together five years ago. Um, and then I've got Miss Lashana Blaylock Humphrey, mm-hmm. who is our parent involvement facilitator. Um, she came on with us back, like officially three years ago, but she's an alumni, mm-hmm. so you know she she's been there all the way. Yeah, well, welcome, ladies, to the show. Thank and, you for having uh, us. Glad you guys could be here. We're gonna you know chop it up right quick. Um, tell us a little bit about your positions. Uh, I guess I'll start with you, uh, Miss Blaylock Humphrey. Oh, yes. Um, my position encompasses a lot of areas. Um, I'm responsible for family, alumni, and community involvement and engagement. So, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I got you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so excited to be That's here. Right. That's good. Um, <clears throat> but the uh, the main purpose of my job is to unite those entities. Uh, and keep them connected within the McLean High School uh, community mm-hmm. in in the building, being active, um, participating in whatever area, be it big or small. I mean, just standing out on the curb welcoming students every day does more than, say, coming in and donating 50 to to $100. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it has a greater impact. So what I say to anyone out there listening and anyone who wants to be a, a proud supporter of the McLean High School community, get involved, stay engaged, and volunteer. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. Ms. Chandler, what's your position over there? I am a counselor at McLean. Huh? I'm a counselor at McLean. You're a counselor at McLean. What does that detail? You know, depends on the day. <laughs> depends well, on the day. You say counselor, okay? So I'm basically the jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I basically bring in resources for McLean, and I have the think outside the box approach mm-hmm. with regards to bringing in resources, volunteers mm-hmm. with Ms. Blay, like I'm working with Ms. Bobowski, as well as bringing in resources for our students to start thinking about their future. Their, the future outside of the school. Mm-hmm. Um, I deal with academics, bringing in colleges, um, different jobs, resources, Tulsa Tech, Spartan, uh, internships, scholarships. I just do a array of things at school. That is interesting. So you guys work as a team, right? It's yes, a team effort, huh? Mm-hmm. Now, out of that team, do you ever have anybody that kind of resistant, kind of pushing against you? Because I know a lot of times, you know, like if you got a football team, People want to win, but you always got a player out there that's kind of like against the coach. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Pushing against the coach, you know. You guys have any of that going on over there that you say? I know some of y'all get together now. He needs to just go. We need to find out a way to get get her get her out of there. You know what I mean? And I know some of that goes on. You know, that's part of life. 
listen, healthy pushback, though, healthy. is a good thing. There you go. Because if everybody says yes, 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 yeah. we're, we're never going to make any progress. That's, that's so, and that's the bigger problem right there. Yeah. We're all we, we got a whole everybody bunch of yes men. Yes, huh? yes, yes. Oh, that's a great idea. Yes. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. No, yes. Why yeah. did you tell me yes? Now, see, I'll agree with that. Don't always say yes to me. Mm-hmm. I got a little small staff over here. Mm-hmm. If everybody always says yeah, 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 I'm like, man, come on. Right. Like tell you me say, what you really right, feel. Yeah, tell right. me you're right. You tell know me what that, you're saying when you know that was good. Sometimes I just say something crazy just to see if they're going to say yes. Absolutely. You know, those challenges right there. So uh, I know a few people over there, uh, alumni. You know, Mr. is Mr. Piggy still over there? You know what? Mr. Piggy, he, he, he decided that he's retiring from his retirement. Oh, so he but, retired. Huh? But we still got him at home. Football game okay. at forty nine twenty nine. Yeah, he's been, so, he's been around know. forever. Oh, yeah, that yeah. corner will never be the it, same. Yeah, yeah, we, won't. yeah we had a gym floor. You know that the, right. now we've we've named Piggy's Corner, which is where he always stood during the okay. day to make sure mm-hmm. kids were in the hallway. Right. Miss Blaylock's been standing there. That's yeah. great. Lately. That's it. Right. Good I don't think Piggy knows we. I hope he's. I hope he's listening. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he doesn't great, know that we've named it Piggy's Corner. He's a great guy. I mean, he really is. You know, I've been knowing him for years, even before he went to McLean. So <clears throat> that's right there. So uh, what are, what are some of your plans for the future at McLean? What are you trying to do uh, uh, academically or, you know, just in general? What are you that you're going to do different than most of those previous principles? You know, because you've been there for a minute. So what ideas have you come up with that you're going to say, well, we got to implement this and we're going to do this and we're going to try it. At least give it a try. Yes. You know, honestly, that that's such a, there's a, so a broad question. Yeah, it's such a broad question, but that's okay. I mean, we just, um, the big thing that we want for our kids um, is, is consistency and the, people surrounding them that are going to be there in the long term and help them get and reach their actual goals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, long term, our our goal is just to ensure that every one of our kids has the ability to do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as like, I'm going to implement this new thing. Um, I think that far too many times, uh, has McLean had things done to them, not with them. Mm. So uh, exactly. I, I kind of have a a personal saying against saying I will be bringing this to McLean, um, just because I really want us to be a family, a community that that puts some things in place for our kids that are going to be sustainable long term, not for two years until the money runs out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I definitely hope to bring more and more programs to McLean that are that are good for them in the long run. Dr. Chandler's got and Ms. Blaylock have been this is our third year for an event that we do that really uh starts rolling that ball so you for got them. An event coming up? Yep. yep. When, yep. when is the event going to take place? I'm going to let one of you. Do you have you put a date on it oh, yet? Oh yes. So the event is our Data Dream College and Career Fair. It's happening in November the 22nd. Right now, we are looking for businesses, entrepreneurs, post-secondary, secondary, anybody that would like to come out and talk to our students about how to start up a business, 
if you are hiring, we would love for you to come because we have students that are looking for jobs as well. Mm-hmm. And we would also like to invite some communities to come out as well to see great things we're doing at McLean. Is that yeah. the event we attended last year? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. 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 in the gym, yeah. right the there big, with all of yeah. the, yeah. everybody had the booths yeah. and stuff like that. No, we it's were there. Larger we were this year. was playing music and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 that was good. That, That's good. It's year three, and really all the credit goes, I mean, there have been people that have helped. But Doc Chandler and Miss Laylock have uh mm-hmm. they they've they've worked hard. Right, right, right. Well look here, let's go to the phone lines and see who this is right here is calling in. Area code nine one eight nine three four. You're on the Bobby Eaton show. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Hey, um I'm one of the students at McLean. I just tuned in to, you know, to hear what was going on with McLean. Um I kind of um, listened to, you know, Ms. Rabowski speak on how she's wanting to train, you know, McLean. And I feel um, this is my fourth year going there. You know, I love Ms. Rabowski. I love Dr. Chandler, um, Ms. Blaylock and stuff like that. Um, I feel that she has made a positive change in McLean only uh, throughout the school, making it where kids feel safe to be, you know, at school making it where kids want to learn and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I kind of appreciate that. So I was just calling in to let Mr. Bowski know, even though um, it's a lot of stuff going on, I'm with you. I'm working with you. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, that- I'm trusting the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, is this, uh, what's your name? Oh, it's, I know who it is. You know what, Mark Way, man, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, man. I want to just thank you on the radio for spending time with my dad, man, and all of that good stuff Uh and getting that knowledge and being in a position, man, to kind of help others. And you're a smart young man, so continue on uh, doing what you're doing, man, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, man. Take, Take care. You too. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I know him. I know him very well. <laughs> him and my dad hang around, you know, so that's a thing right there. But uh, uh, McLean is a, a place to where it, it's much needed community support. It is. Now, we can get the community involved to participate mm-hmm. and support the programs that are involved at McLean, mm-hmm. then it will make the jobs a lot easier. You got participants, you got volunteers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So if you had someone who wanted to volunteer to do something out there in McLean, they may not even know what they want to do or what you need, mm-hmm. where the needs are, how would they go about getting in touch with whoever they need to get in touch with? Well, that would be myself. That'd be you. That's what I thought. <laughs> and actually, this is a good time to do it. September uh, is Involvement or engagement, parent engagement, mm-hmm. alumni engagement, uh, community engagement, involvement month. So it's just, it's that time where you come in, find out, you know, where can I be a good fit? Mm-hmm. Where can I, mm-hmm. what can I, what can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, how can I be a good fit uh, here at the school? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you a volunteer application. You fill it out. We'll have a um, a meeting where we'll sit down and say, okay, this is what this is where we're at. This is what we need, um, so that you can go away knowing that 
you know, this is where I want to be. This is what I can do. You can volunteer as much as mm-hmm. 30 minutes, an hour. I know our lunch times are the most most opportune times where people can come in and... Is that, is that the most much needed time? It's the much needed time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just being at the um, the cash register as the kids come through mm-hmm. and handing them a juice and just saying, hey, how was your day? Or, mm-hmm. you know, have a good day. On a volunteer yeah. basis, right? Yeah. Simple thing. Some simple as that. Just simple hey, thing. I'm going to start coming out there. I, you're yeah. more than yeah. welcome. Yeah, you're yeah. More talk than to welcome. some young men. Our uh, cafeteria yep. manager, Miss uh, mm-hmm. Renee Davidson. Okay. She's an alumni mm-hmm. uh, from McLean. And that's and that's another thing. Just on a side note, we have more alumni on staff at McLean, I think, than at any school, high school oh, in wow. the district. That's good. I mean, they they love it. They 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 love being there, and they want to see everyone succeed. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Miss mm-hmm. Blake, how how do they? Get in touch with you. Oh, yeah. they can get in touch with me. <laughs> yeah, how can they reach you? How, how, they, how they, they can reach me at the school. Uh, can I give out my phone number? Yeah, you can give out <laughs> 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 my number. Is uh, area code nine one eight eight three three eight five five eight, or you can call me at four two four three two five five eight. Or you can email me, at TuffleSchools dot org. Okay, give it a phone number one more time. Nine one eight. Eight three three eight five five eight. That's gonna be good. I, I need to hold on to that yeah. number right there. Yeah. Well, and use if, that for if, volunteers. If you can't find it, re- find us on Facebook. It will. Miss yeah. Blaylock will get Ta- the message. Tulsa oh, McLean, yeah. huh? Uh, yeah, I, McLean High School for Science and Technology is mm-hmm. our name on okay. Facebook. Find us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we uh, we regulate that often, and Miss Blaylock, mm-hmm. believe me, she'll we, she will get the message. Okay. Yes, so get the message <laughs> we right will there. find her. Yeah, now, totally. as far as uh, counseling is concerned, uh, Ms. Chandler, you said you're a counselor yeah. right over there. Are you the only one or are there several? There's only two of us. Just it's two my, of you guys, huh? Myself and Ms. Walker. Now, do you guys handle counseling for everybody or is there a male and female counselor? Or how is that, you know? Well, we we actually service students by grade level. By grade level. So okay. last year we had, like Ms. Fabachi said, we had eighth grade. So I had last year eighth, ninth, and half a ten. And then our last counselor had half a tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Mm-hmm. Now that we have transitioned to a true high school, I have ninth and tenth grade, and then Ms. Walker has eleventh and twelfth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that that's good right yeah. there. Now, um, out of the six hundred students. Where do you fall in the educational bracket right now? I mean, what's the word? How I want to put that. Uh, do we have what percentage of passing students do we have at McLean? So uh, it, it really kind of depends on which way you look at it. Um, you know, Dr. Chandler and Mrs. Walker now, Mr. Meadows before, um, and our counseling team they they've actually worked really hard. Um, over the past five years on our graduation rate, mm-hmm. um, I oh, I wish I had the statistics with me, but mm-hmm. I want to say, actually, it was about five or six years ago that it was down to, what, 40? It, it, it was in the 40 Okay, in percentile. the 40. So GPA has risen? Well, so uh, our graduation rate Graduation. Oh, so, like, our graduation important. rate was, like, at 40-something percent, and I, I think we are, um, we've getting closer and closer to around... We're getting closer to 70%. Which is good. Um, yeah, and it mm-hmm. takes forever to for official graduation numbers mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. out. 
Um, but Dr. Chandler could probably speak t- some to just like to the uh, like I know more and more kids scholarships yeah. and well, these are information we need to know. We need to know. So the thing with our what our students as people need to understand is that we have a transient population. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So students are coming in and out, in and out, in and out. Um. Okay. Yeah. In and out. Yes. So what we try to do is service them as they come in. So it also helps with our graduation rate. And so what we do is we work with students on an individualized plan, whether they want to go to college or if they want to get jobs afterwards. And now with the state, new state mandate with ICAP, all freshmen have to have a plan prior to them graduating. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I'm in charge of, working with the administration on that. So that means that every student has to have a plan, whether they're going to college or they have to have a job offer before they can leave high school. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, let me ask you this question as well. Um, I'm really concerned, not that I'm not concerned about the, 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 the females, but the males there. The, you know, how, because I know women are going, you guys are doing it, you know, per se. But the male, the, the, the male ratio of guys passing school and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, the men that are there, young men who are there, uh, are they engaged for the most part, or are there a lot of just kind of like hanging out and not participating? You know, we're we're really actively trying to work on. Um, when I came five years ago, we had several different organizations that were coming in um, and really kind of supporting our, our young men um, specifically, and that kind of um, went away. Uh, I think with admin. You know, administration can. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's hard for people to stay consistent if you're constantly yeah. getting a new mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. But we we definitely um, we're we're getting in like a hundred black men is actually coming back in. Oh yeah, hundred black men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. D- David and, Harris and yeah. all that crew. So we're we're pretty excited about that. But mm-hmm. um, and there's we want to do a call out to our our. Hispanic or our Latinx community exactly. for uh, mentors uh, as well mm-hmm. to come in. Yeah, yeah. For we need, we, we need well, male mentors. We do, and we actually we are hiring more and more men in our building, and we've been very intentional about that because our our young men need a young man or a you know a man actually. A man. Yeah, they well, need a, sure. they need a man um, mm-hmm. to be a role model. So we've been really working on getting some great. Men into mm-hmm. our our school, mm-hmm. which is a wow! I just saw. Well, if you want to talk on the air, let's uh, let's go in here right quick and see who we got. Hello, I'm waiting. Area code nine one eight three seven zero. You're on the Bobby Eaton show. Yes, hi, Mr. Eaton. How are you? I'm doing fine. Who are we, do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Um, I'd rather just say I'm yeah, I'm a uh, concerned. A citizen, resident of okay. the city. Okay, that's fine. I'll accept that. <laughs> yes. Um, I had a question for Ms. Rabowski. Is that how you pronounce your name? Is that correct, Rabowski? You're 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 good. Mm-hmm. It's that V. It throws everybody off. Yeah. Well, I want to pronounce it right. How how is it pronounced? It's Rabowski. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Um, so I guess my question was, and this is coming with completely like all due respect, but just I had a question behind like, you know, I've just noticed that with TPS, um, 
they have been historically very quick to put white administrations in majority black and brown schools. And, again, I know you've been at McLean four years as assistant principal and, you know, you're acclimated to the culture in a sense. Um, But, you know, a lot of studies have shown that it has a really positive psychological impact on black and brown students to see, you know, other people in in leadership positions. Um, And, again, not that it just needs to be a black or brown person in the head principal position. Obviously, it needs to be someone that is um, culturally competent and things of that nature. So um, I guess I'm just curious to hear your thoughts behind that. And then I also wanted to kind of dig deeper into a question that Bobby asked you earlier, kind of trying to see, like, what you're going to concretely do different to turn the ties around at McLean. And I don't feel like I heard a lot of specifics on that. Um, So I wanted to hear about that. And then, like, the last part of my question was – since, you know, you had been there four years as assistant principal, but you weren't in the head position, uh, and it's your first year, and, you know, I think it's really important in the first year, especially being a person, you know, non-person of color, I think it's really important to be out front and be making those connections with families. Um, How do you see yourself being involved in that? I know you mentioned Ms. Blaylock a lot, and um, I know her from a previous life, and I know she's amazing and does amazing work, but, like, how do you see yourself as the principal fitting into, like, community um, engagement with student families? Yeah, um, so um, I'm going to make sh- try to answer every single one, so just stop me if, if I've forgotten something. Um, okay. I think that, yeah, the, the very first um, statement that you made um, about, you know, our, our students of color having somebody in a leadership position, you know, that essentially resembles them or looks similar to them is such um, – it's such a valid statement. And I think that uh, there's, you know, not much specific that I can speak to because you're right. Research shows that that is, is good for, for our young men and of of color, like our, our black and brown students. Um, However, um, I'm not that. Um, And and I know that. And um, I, I will never claim to understand every single thing um, that that our students go through, or like their their culture, right? But what I do want to do is make an impact on our students. So I can't change statistics and facts because those are true statements. But um, what I can say is that my number one goal is to stay at McLean, help McLean, or not help. They don't need help. <laughs> it, we, we just need to work together as a team um, to build it up. So I, you're right, and I think it's super important to state that fact um, and just to make sure that I stay aware of it, too, and surround myself by by people and a team um, of all different um, races, ethnicities, gender, um, to make sure that my kids have role models that look like every single one of them. I I think I and I, I answered yeah. that one. I think to the best yeah, of Carla, my did ability. Did she answer what you were looking for? 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the other two questions. (laughs) Yeah, no, the, the second one was, uh, do you know? Yeah, I do. I need you to repeat them. Yeah, repeat them. Yeah. Saturday morning, apparently, in my brain, kind of. <laughs> yeah, and what was that next question um, that, that you wanted to ask? Yeah, so the, the second part was me just wanting to hear. It was, it was more like following up on your question, Bobby, that you asked earlier about, like, what, like, I wanted to hear more specifics on, like, even, like, more specifics on her own educational philosophy and, like, what are the concrete things she's going to do? Like, like you guys mentioned, this is the 13th principle in 19 years, and, like, what are the concrete things that are going to be done to, like, you know, I'm hearing a lot of stuff as far as, like, providing that wraparound service as far as, like, the um, social-emotional stuff, which is extremely important, but academically, you know, how are we going to set up students for success, whether it be, you know, they want to go to college, university, and making sure that black and brown students feel encouraged in that path if they choose to go that way or if, you know, they decide to go get a trade. Just setting all the things up for success um, right. academically. Right. Also, I'm wanting to hear what the plans are on that. Right. So um, definitely there's there's a couple different, uh, you know, areas there. Obviously, um, one of our first things is something Dr. Chandler already kind of mentioned, um, which is this. The, the the ICAP that is going to be put in place, um, and um, all all of our students will be able to have access to that. So that's really just trying to ensure that they have that we talk about a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's one um, thing that is she man she's working super hard on it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously um, you know the exposure through the Dare to Dream, the college career fair, the colleges coming in, those types of things, um, and then taking them other places, uh, you know, Tulsa Tech last year. So that, that's kind of more like the, you know, long-term planning type thing um, as far as the specific academics. So um, research so shows more and more that, um, especially on students, on schools that predominantly like they struggle so they are historically low performing schools that essentially aren't they aren't being exposed to anything that is actually on grade level um and i i i always i'm always hesitant hesitant to go like to super just like academic teacher you know teacher lingo but um i definitely can i used to be in education so feel free yeah yeah okay (laughs) um but um that 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 grade level exposure has been it's just almost non-existent so um one of the big things we're really focusing on is that that grade level we've got to do get students doing things that are on grade level and not just like exposure to so if i'm an english teacher uh grade level text but also making sure that that task is a grade level appropriate task um, oftentimes we spend so much time saying, well, but they're this, but they're that, but they, these, all, all those statements that make me, you know, cringe mm-hmm. with everything I have. Um, but the bottom line is if we're not giving kids the opportunity to excel, they will not excel because the, the students rise to our, you know, standards. So that is a a big academic push for us, just making sure that we are giving the right content to our kids. Um, and then also, you know, through 
work with Dr. Chandler and Ms. Walker and our other teachers too. Um, also trying to make sure we have a, a larger variety of classes and offerings um, so they can be exposed to different things. Um, so whether that means going to Tulsa Tech, TCC, or if it means, hey, we finally have anatomy back in our science and, you know, no anatomy is not a required elective, but we have a lot of kids relate, you know, interested in like the health sciences type mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so that's one thing. I'm sorry. I could speak on this for like 12 hours. So I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to not, I, I need to probably give you call her my phone number and we could even speak anonymously too. Well, go ahead. You um, can do that. But yeah, I, I definitely can. I mean, it's mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I do want to some good questions. They are. They're great mm -hmm. questions, and they're and they're what people are. It's honestly, this is the stuff the community is asking. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I appreciate the questions. Um, I, I do want to at least briefly touch on like the community piece that she, um, the caller mentioned. Yeah, well, we'll talk beginning. about the community piece then. Yeah. So I think, um, listen, these two ladies right here. I think between the two of them, like we. We will, um, they're, they're going to, we're working together to make sure that they, even like being here today mm -hmm. and just being present, um, being aware of things happening in, um, in the community and meeting with the community and PTSA and our foundation mm -hmm. and attending community, like meeting and just being present and being aware um, of what's going on because there is stuff happening all the time. Dr. Chandler tells me all the time, I've been like, did you know that da 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 and this, you know, mm -hmm. she she has always been that driving force for you need to go to this meeting. Yes, mm -hmm. ma'am. Yes, mm -hmm. ma'am. Uh, <laughs> so, but I, I do. I will give you, I want to give you my phone number too, because if you want to follow up, um, my phone number uh, is 918-261-4630. That is 918-261-4630. Um, and you can definitely reach me on that too, and I would love to answer more questions. Right. Yeah, okay. Sure. I, I actually didn't. Actually, did, well, I didn't. Well, maybe until we was Mr. Eaton, I'll probably just swing by there sometime and get it from him. I don't have a. I didn't have a pen yeah. to write that down. I'll have it. I'll be right here. Or yeah. it's on my business card too. So if you just yeah. call up to McLean, they'll, they'll give it out to you too. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Those, I just have one tiny. Go ahead. I have one tiny follow-up question. It's going to be real short. I promise. Real, real short. Um, so. And I really appreciate you being so honest and frank with your answers and being put, um, being able to be, you know, put out there in this way, being vulnerable in this way. It's really valuable to me. So the last thing I had to say was, while I, like, really appreciate you going out in the community and, and doing this kind of work, do you feel like you're in a position to, like, and, and this part is not even anything that is even, has been historically your fault, but... I mean, you don't even have to answer this part of it, but we do know that TTS has historically not done everything it could have done just decades historically for McLean, you know, long before you were even anywhere around McLean. So, like, do you feel like you would have the confidence to really act as, like, going even further than, like, a white ally, right, being a real white accomplice in the work of, like, holding, not only connecting with the community and doing what's right by the students, but, like, holding other entities accountable and making sure that they provide McLean and you and all your staff with the support that you all need to do what's right by the students at McLean. 
Yeah, I mean, yes. Um, I, actually, that that's a question I had to ask myself um, when I tried to get this job, to be honest, um, because if I didn't feel like I could or would be able to or would, you know, push forward those things, um, that then I then I would have walked away when presented with the opportunity to um, to get this job. Um, do I think it's going to take time? Yes, but am I committed to that time? Absolutely. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you, Carla, for calling in thank on, you. on the Bobby Eaton Show, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. Wow. We're, <clears throat> we're having a conversation here about Tulsa McLean High School. You can dial at number 646-716-5525. We're going to take a little break, so stick around. Call a family member. Call a friend. Hey, and get on the air and get with it. Let's make it happen. I love you. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Sounds of Frankie Beverly and Mays here before I let go. An all-time favorite. You know, people love that song right here. But, hey, we got Tulsa McLean High School in the studio, and we've been really chopping it up and talking about a whole lot of stuff that's going on in the community. And Miss um, Renee, yeah. you know, that was an interesting conversation oh, we just had it? here before break. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, and I, I said it whenever um, the radio, the music started, uh, it's a question of actually, those are some things I've been waiting for somebody to ask, mm-hmm. because I know it's on people's minds, and yeah. they don't ask, and, and uh, I'm con- kind of of the opinion of, Sometimes you just got to ask. Yeah, you, you got to ask. You got to ask those tough mm-hmm. questions because if we don't have those tough conversations, mm-hmm. we're not going to yeah. we're not going to move gonna. forward. Well, that's one thing we do over here. We just tell the truth, you know, yeah. and sometimes the truth is good, sometimes it hurts, sometimes it right. makes you laugh, sometimes it makes you but it's the truth. So you got to mm-hmm. ask the right questions, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that, you know. So, uh, we tell our stories our way over here. That's my motto. Everybody knows that, and um, we're going to do what we can to help McLean, you know, uh, best what we can as far as uh, media is concerned, because we do more than just talk on the radio. We got a bunch of people be about it. You got to be about it, you know. Don't just Mm -hmm. talk about it. Be about it. Be active. Get into your community. I'm always preaching that anytime, anyway, about the community in general. You know, volunteer for some senior citizens. Help a single parent mom out and her mentor her son or something, you know. Uh, Just get involved. You got to get involved. You know, and that's people can take a couple hours out of the week. Mm-hmm. To volunteer for something, I, you know, go go cut Miss Johnson's yard. You know, she's eighty-seven years old and can't get her yard. Just go do something. Mm-hmm. You know, take some time out to get involved. Yeah. You know, and uh, the more we get involved, the more we help our community. The more the the community grows. You know, because without uh, without hope, you know, and you got depression and oppression mm-hmm. and a community of people who are, are, are oppressed. And nothing to do So you got drugs and alcohol And all kinds of things of that nature Coming into our community Because minorities and, and people in our community We don't manufacture no drugs We ain't got no boats, no planes none, none of that to bring it over here It's coming in through the system You know, big ballers What they call shot callers Government officials and all of that They're the ones who bringing that stuff Into the community And um you know, when Pookie and JoJo get a hold to it, you know, and uh, they just start dispersing it amongst the community. Well, I'm talking about drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And they start dispersing it. Hey, man, look what I got. They're actually the little man on the totem pole. It's the big ballers, like I said, and the shot callers. And so they get busted. They go get incarcerated. So they leave they they baby mama. You know, with the little ones, and they incarcerated doing time, and so she's left to raise this child alone by herself in a community amongst so many others just like her. You know, so therefore, that boy grows up not having that male figure in his life because dad is in and out of prison, and when dad is released from prison, he goes back into the same community, no jobs. No opportunities or nothing. He don't have no car. He don't have anything. So what he does is end up going back doing the same thing again. 
revolving door. And so when they get in our school system, they may not know because their dad did it, their mama did it, and -and so-and-so did it. Now, that's not all. You got some great parents out here doing and some great single parents out here doing some great things, but we need more of that. You know, we need more awareness to bring about that, that, uh, that attention to where, you know, uh, things like things like what I, I did with my boys, you know, I do stuff like this just for example, and we're going to get back to McLean. Mm-hmm. But what I would do is I took my boys outdoors to the car and I pulled out the jack and I say, hey, jack this car up. And they got up to, they were, they were young, they were teenagers, and they were jacking that car up. And I say, now take that wheel off right there. They, they looked at me crazy, and they took the lug wrench and started taking the wheel off. I said, break that lock, man, break it. No, go on, get it. They were getting it, you know. And they took the tire off. They say, Dad, is something wrong with the tire? I said, put it back on. Oh, wait, wait, we ain't checked it out yet. I said, put it back on. So they put it back on and <laughs> put it back on. I said, now you know how to change a flat. You know, just by yeah. showing them by example. Said, oh, man, you know, yeah. da, 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 da. now you know how to change a flat. Your mama ever get on a flat, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to train up a child so he may go forward. You know, it takes a village to raise a child. Exactly. You know, a and village. been the disconnect. That's been the disconnect. The village from the Mm -hmm. school. The school. And see, we live in an age, 2019, of technology. Technology is here, and social skills are at an all-time low with some of them. I'm not saying all of them. All-time, because the phone is where they communicate. They can sit right next to each other and be texting and talking. Absolutely. You know, texting and talking. I've learned that at 65. That's the way they do it today. Mm -hmm. You know, so we got to find a way to gain their interests. Right. You know, and and gain what you know. That's why I fool with technology because I understand that that's how they communicate. You know, but sometimes I have them put the phone down and let's talk and have a conversation. You know, yeah. what's crazy though is with all the communication, like that, it literally like at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet our communication seems to be the worst. The worst, the worst that the worst it, ever. it's ever ever yeah, been, which is, is which is just crazy. And I think we, you know, um, it, it really actually, it is that that is McLean. You know, I know mm-hmm. you were talking about, um, but but our you know just communication. Like we we want to communicate with the community with our with our parents. You mm-hmm. know, even if it's just a quick text. I think we've just gotten to the stage where we think. Uh, you know, and rightfully so. Parents think when the school's calling, it's just got to be something bad. Yeah, like automatically something bad today. Right. You know, and I, I have a seven, nine-year-old, and if the school calls, I, I am, oh my gosh, what did he do? You know, mm-hmm. I, every, <laughs> but but really, it's not. It, in most of the time, it's something most simple, of the time it's something, not <laughs> some, something simple. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, and I I think that we that you know that's. That's something we're really trying to to do is communicate. Communicate and bring forth the awareness. You know, <laughs> you know that JoJo comes to school every day, or uh, uh, little Mika come to school every day, and sometimes you can almost tell because uh, the same old shoes or clothes being worn, and mm-hmm. something's going on at home yeah. that's not happening in the school. So, and you can see some of them not caring about certain stuff. Mm 
you know, because they're not being taught at home. So the parents don't have any been taught. So when they come off in y'all school, all mad, want to curse you guys out. You know, I'm pretty sure you get some of that sometime from some of them. Mm-hmm. So if you've got 600 students and maybe there's only a hundred of them that are really some troubled kids, I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. and the rest are really good kids, you know, but the, the, they get the brunt of the negativity to take place. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to uh, Dr. Giss. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to her all the time. I say, you know, they say that people say in a community that McLean is a dumping ground. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a dumping ground where troubled kids and stuff like send them out to McLean. You know, and I had to get on her about that, you know, because it's not I don't see it being that way. I just see some restructuring and getting them on a flow of education, you know, employment. Uh, different skill sets and things like that that need to be implemented and make them feel. See, when you when you take love away from somebody, love, L-O-V-E, and you're not loving them, then they're going to get a certain way. But if you start loving that thug and showing him your heart, you know, like when I go out to 46th Street and the gang areas over in that area, I go over there and I just hang out by the barbershop or something. Young brothers come up to me. Some of them get interested. You know, they like Oh, man, I didn't know people like you out here that can do stuff like that. I say, man, look, I've been there because I did them drugs back in the day. Mm -hmm. I did. I was on these streets back in the day. Mm -hmm. I did all of that. Even though I may be 35 years clean and sober, I've been there before, my brother. Ain't nothing changed but the players in the game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So now it's a different day and time. You need some restructuring and some education, and we can we can, you know, if we put our heads together. So at McLean, let's do some we can. Let's get some things going and some positive stuff happening. And uh, let's raise the bar, you know, and hopefully we won't next year. You'll still be here. Oh, <laughs> you know, and they, they won't have be, to drag me out. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll still be here because all of this transition of principles, every, you know, you, nobody never gets settled in. No. You know, I had the former principal in here. Mm-hmm. When he first got here, yep. I had him in here on the show, and he said he was going to stay. But mm-hmm. I guess some different things happened, and his something happened with him, yeah, you know, in a different way. I don't know. I'm not going to call it, but uh, psh, that's what happens. Yep, it is. It, it's just... and you guys have got a chance to watch. You've been watching it for oh, a while yeah. now. Oh yeah, been watching it. You know, so yep. you know somebody asked me, man, who who they going to have next? Out there, you know, so I'm like, I don't really know. So who goes about appointing the principal? How does that, that, Um, is that a vote or something? Or is it a, uh, did you just apply for the position or what? Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So TPS has, (laughs) Dr. Chandler's left. Mm -hmm. She knows what I'm talking about. Um, Dr. not Dr. Chandler. It's not her. It's not her process. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Dr. Chandler's process. So TPS actually has a uh, what, how many steps? Thirty? No, I'm sorry. It's like eight. It's eight, eight. and then on top of the eight is like five or six more steps after that. After that. So yeah, that's what. So it's like a five step, an eight step program so or what? You I have mean, to apply first. You apply so for the position, one, right? That, that step one, you have to apply. Then, then um, you have you have to go through like the the screening, then you get like screening questions type mm-hmm. things. And then 
yeah, that's the one, right? Okay, yeah. Then the next one has you have to do a presentation and to a, the board. Um, to a um, the ILDs is who it is. What's the ILZ? Tell the, the audience what that like is. Those are like the principal's principal. It's like the okay. Yeah, it's like you know, and you know, at smaller districts, you just principal superintendent, but we're giant, so it's like the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so presentation to them. Then you have to write. A letter. a letter. Oh, a letter. Yeah, the, the the you have to write a letter that you would do introducing yourself, and a uh, a letter to the prince. I mean, to the parents and to your staff. To the staff. And there's a third one that I had to do. Then there's a third one where you have to. Okay. Also, well, Cam, 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 you know what's going on. Okay. I feel right. like I've done it so well, many times. And then okay. you have to go through and work with um, other applicants oh, yeah. on um, protocol. A protocol. Yes. And then after that, you have another process when you're doing an interview with an IOD and a member of the school community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then after that, then you have an individual interview with the IOD and they ask you questions. And then after that, you go back and you do calibrations. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 a process. It's a well, sound like a big process. Yeah, like getting in the military boot camp or something. <laughs> well, huh? and they've mm-hmm. added um, so the interim name. So technically, I am the interim principal right now. You interim? Huh? Yes, and and that word scares a lot of people because <laughs> they think it means that like oh so there she's you just temporary. she's waiting there till they find the new one mm-hmm. but what it what it means is that i'm an interim this year because i still haven't gone through the next the process well the next two stages yeah so every principal now in tps when they're named is the interim and then the next process is essentially like the community engagement piece so that process will take place throughout this year and then if i pass I feel like it's like a final test. Mm-hmm. If I pass that final test, then you become the permanent. I will be the principal. Principal. No, no interim in front mm-hmm. of my name. Do you have a opposition people who want that position as well? Yeah, who yeah. want? I mean, I want. I want to be the principal. <laughs> you know, so I'm gonna go through the process too. Do you have anybody that ever tries to do that? Oh well, there. So there's a ton of people that go through TPS's process yeah, for sure. But for a particular uh, school, yeah, and there are. Um, I know, you know, like I, I did. I, I've, I applied for the job originally a few years ago. Although, you know, I'm still young in my career. Younger, mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there, is there, you know, between young and old or something? Is that, does it matter? Um, you know, I, I don't think so. Um, but you know, there's a lot of people that apply for those jobs and I, I don't think they like tell us specifically, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, so who, when you, when you apply, do you apply for certain schools? Is that what it is? If the position is open? So what happens is that you apply you may say you want secondary or you want elementary. You put in that pool and then you interview through that process. And then at the very end is when they start telling you, like what schools are available, those principals will contact you. So it's like a long process. So Mm -hmm. it's a general pool. And then once the, you know, positions come available, then those principals will reach out to applicants that's in the pool and they'll pick their top maybe five or 10 that they want to interview. And then from there, Mm -hmm. the pool starts narrowing down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you know that there's going to be an opening, um, 
like if, if the district knows there's going to be an opening, you can put in, you know, in mm-hmm. for that. Put in for that position. That right position, there. yeah. Well, so. Is that any position within the administration? Uh, it goes same process? Principal, assistant principal. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's both both of those positions you've got mm-hmm. to go through. Mm-hmm. So I think this was my like sixth time, I mm-hmm. feel like, to go through because mm-hmm. I had to go through it to get my assistant now, now, do job. schools still have what do we call deans? We do. Yes. You got you're a counselor, right? Yes. So you're not a dean. You're not a <laughs> no. dean. Okay. No. Uh, okay. I don't know why she Academic doesn't work that job. Uh, <laughs> that, that, Academic. That dean is a that's a heck of a job, isn't it? Position. Yes. Yes. The dean deals with the discipline, right? Yes. And that's yeah. kind of, that's where the, a lot of challenges can come in, right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's a dean job is a it's a tough job because they don't they don't always get to do the, you know the five hundred that are always doing right you know right. like but um, I don't know our our deans our deans right now I feel like um, are they male or female? You, we have one male and one female. Mm-hmm. And so uh, and actually, yeah, mm-hmm. that's been the past few years that we've had one male and one female. Before that, we had two males. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we had two females and one male. Oh, because we had three deans last year. I forgot. We, had we have okay. three deans last year, but we're down to two deans um, because eighth grade. Um, but yeah, they, which is actually and, good. I yeah. like the male. And so, the so kid gets expelled from school. No expelled. There ain't no expelled. We, we no. Oh, that's old school then. Yeah, huh? we don't expel anymore. You just kick them out of school, huh? No. <laughs> you gotta go. Bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. So no. how do you, how does that work? Yeah. Um, so if it's like a long, if if it's a really serious, serious infraction, kid brings a marijuana joint to school and get busted with it, and has to go to the dean's office. How does that work? I'm just using our kid gets into a fight inside yeah. the school. Yeah. You know, you know, get thrown down. Yeah. How do you? I mean, how is that handled? Those type of incidents handled. Yeah. So TPS has a um, behavior response. Uh, I'm sorry, Family and Children Guide to Success, which has the behavior response plan in it, which basically gives you like every single level, like the things that you're allowed to do or not allowed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Where that is actually, you know, when whenever the caller asked about like, like things that we're going to do. So one of the main things that is one of my key focus areas is putting some systems in place. Sometimes kids feel like um, mm-hmm. discipline is arbitrary. Mm-hmm. So, like, if one day I, you know, get in a fight, maybe I just get sent to trace. And maybe one day another kid gets in a fight and they get suspended for 15 days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that happens. I'm just saying that's definitely mm-hmm. um, what people, kids feel like. And so we're really trying to make sure that we're a lot more mm-hmm. consistent in that. So mm-hmm. they know what to expect. Now. Now, kids these days, not only at McLean, but various different high schools around the city and the country, some of them stand up to adults, really. I mean, and I just heard, you know, through the grapevine at McLean that uh, there was a student who slapped a security guard. Do you guys know anything about that one? Is that just a rumor? Okay, we won't get into that conversation right there unless, you know, that's kind of like everybody hesitated on that and looked at me like, whoosh. But I kind of, I had heard through the grapevine that a student actually literally slapped a security guard. And I was like, what? I will say this, though. 
stories always get um, turned around. You know, and I'm not, I'm not even speaking to that one specifically. It's always funny to me to, especially if I w- personally witness something, right? And then I get to hear about it later. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. what happened? Right. Uh, and it's, uh, you know. So, but not, I'm not speaking to that situation. I'm just we saying in general. <laughs> It just, it's just, huh? it's, just it's uh yeah, it happens. you know yeah well okay well on a further note hey let's get into the I want to get into uh I want to ask a couple of questions about the marching band oh, you know and I heard we've had in our uh, African American and minority schools uh, with Hispanics that we've had a very small turnout in our school systems when it comes to uh, young people playing instruments and stuff. You know, yeah. just, the band is just not as, they're not as big as they used to be. And the participants are not there. You know, they're just not doing that no more. What, what's up with that? So what's really going on with that, and I can just speak from that from personal experience. Um, mm-hmm. I was, when I was at Roosevelt before the school closed, Roosevelt. I was in band mm-hmm. from third through fifth grade. And what instrument do you play? I played the clarinet. Oh, you played it. Okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I played from third grade through eighth grade when I went to Edison, and I just quit when I got to Booker T. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you went to Edison? Yeah, sixth through yeah. eighth grade. So you just quit, huh? Yeah, because I wasn't interested no more. I wasn't. It's not necessarily that I wasn't interested; is I wanted to be a flag girl. So opposed to being a musician band. in a band. <laughs> yeah. Right? So. Okay. Okay. A flag so, girl. So what I found, what I'm finding is that with the budget crunches, they are cutting out our fine arts departments. Yeah, they are most there. definitely. And what's happening is that like it, elementary school is when you learn your basics, and mm-hmm. then middle school is when you get advanced, and in high school like you're performing. Mm-hmm. So once you start cutting that those finances out at the bottom in elementary school, middle school, you're not gonna really have a great band in high school. Yeah. However, this year, what's as great is that we're sharing our teachers. Most exciting thing ever. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm really excited. I'm trying not to. Yeah. We're, we're sharing our band teacher with Monroe, and he is actually building up our band program for Monroe Middle School because those students will feed into our high school mm-hmm, band. Mm-hmm. So they are not only have them have him in middle school, they also have him in high school as well. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and I have to say that you know historically too, um, like. At, at, in in McLean's feeder pattern, for example, we we haven't had a music program at the middle school level in quite some time, yeah. unless you you decide to go to KIPP, you leave public, you right. know our 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 school, and um, Miss, Mr. Frank, shout out to our our awesome you know band director, Mr. Frank has mm-hmm. been begging and begging for years, like I need to get my hands on our younger kids. Mm-hmm. And last year was the first year that we were able to share him partly with the seventh grade. So we got to go over there, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. But now he literally is spending half a day at Monroe. So he has a sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade band. Oh, that's good. And mm-hmm. so our hope is that, you know, we're he really going to start to see that. that. Yes, because, yeah. they, you know, Mark Quay, who called in earlier, um, he, he he's one of our, our drummers, super talented okay. drummers. I didn't know he played drums. Got, oh, yeah. Okay. And not, you know what? I better not speak too much. I might give him a yeah. Head, but you know, he uh, uh, we we just we've got some super talented kids, but we we got to get them younger. It's hard to compete when you're not starting till your freshman sophomore year of yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm really excited mm-hmm. about 
about Mr. Frank going over to the Monroe. Well, good. Too. Hopefully, we can build up that program and get things going and stuff. Now, you guys have a brand new structure that's taking place out there and covered up that parking lot <laughs> and all of that, you know. No, it did it. Huh? No, I was just thing. saying it did cover the parking lot. It covered the whole parking lot. So, is that going to be an issue as far as parking is concerned? <laughs> Do you think so? Um, for game day well, and stuff I know, like that? I know for for sure our our alumni have already talked to them. What did you do to our homecoming mm-hmm. and when taking up that building? That's and the first building. thing I heard. What did you do to our town? But, you know, Miss Blaylock will have a plan and we will be okay because she is the queen of making it still amazing. Okay, making it amazing um, over there. But, you know, there is a bad. It's big, it's big it's now. giant. I, I mean, know. it's, it's, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It is, huh? We're not bragging. The largest in the state. It's a basketball one. court and all. What is it? Tell me the details about it. What uh, is the, it? The arena? The, the whole deal. The whole shebang. The whole shebang, the new structure. Go ahead, Ms. Roboski. Okay. I, okay. Listen, I don't mind talking. Everybody knows. Tell our audience about what that structure is. Some people say, think it's just a gym, you know, no, yeah. just a basketball mm-hmm. gym. But, well, tell everybody what it's all about. Okay. So yeah, it is it is a basketball gym and it's and it's an amazing court. It's wonderful. Court, uh-huh. Um however, there's also an auxiliary like a practice gym. Mm-hmm. Um which for us is huge because really um his we we have people practicing until late at night um because we don't have that much gym space because other places also come in and use use our space. Um, so it provides mm-hmm. a really great opportunity and an opportunity for both like our boys and girls program to have access to a, you know, a, yeah. a good court, not a practice gym mm-hmm. all the time. Um, there's also a wrestling room in there, a wrestling room, mm-hmm. oh, okay. which is, it is very, very nice. It actually, uh, there's doors underneath the stadium to where the mats can just roll out for, um, for games, obviously we can do volleyball there. There's an awesome hospitality suite. Suite, it's beautiful. Um, has a glass, you know, front so you can see over the court. There's meeting spaces. There's coaches' offices. Um, there's locker rooms. There uh, is a. There's. We're working on part of that is supposed to end up being like a school, like a spirit store type mm-hmm. thing. Um, am I missing? What am I missing? Am I missing anything? It sounds mo- it's awesome. It sounds awesome. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, parking is definitely going to mm-hmm. be a challenge. But there is they've made that that yeah that In the back, back back there yeah so like oh, the building kind of adjacent to the mm-hmm. the football field. There's a there's a parking lot back okay. there, so that'll help some with mm-hmm. football game nights. Wow, you know. So so when is that uh, scheduled to open, and when is it scheduled to be implemented? Uh, connection with the school. Is there a time frame on that, or is there just kind of like no? (laughs) Are they just kind of like yeah, whenever it gets completed? No, I mean there definitely have been several different timelines. Obviously, you know all that stuff in Mm -hmm. the spring at the end of the year with Mm -hmm. the flooding and Mm -hmm. all that. Ah, That really definitely slowed things down. Yeah, but um, for sure, you know by that first home basketball game, we're going to be ready to go. 
Um, it's still kind of a, I, we keep getting questions all the time. When do we get our tour? When do we get our tour? Yeah, tour. I want my tour. I heard so-and-so got to go and I want my tour. Oh, so <laughs> you're, you're visually looking at it now and yeah. taking people through? Oh, yeah. we we have to check that out. The only come issue on right now, now is it's uh, Ramal both. Yeah, me, me and Ramal are going to have to come on and see what's going on. It's still a hard hat zone right now, which has been, yeah, I was about to say, I know like a lot of our teachers and stuff haven't seen it and it is still a hard hat zone. That's like the yeah. biggest challenge. And, mm-hmm. and I've been really pushing towards, I know we've had a lot of adults come through, um, want to see it? They do, but I really want to get some of our our kids in there because you know it's it's theirs, and I know our alumni and community are super excited. Mm-hmm. But the kids, but like it's our it. kids' space, and yeah. they're the only ones that I think haven't seen it. So mm-hmm. I, as soon as it's not a hard hat area, I want to do something with our kids so they can really have that first exactly. experience in there. Mm-hmm. So. Which is a good thing. They need it. They need to see it. Yeah. You know, I, you know, let them take a tour. Yeah. You get a chance, you <laughs> yeah. know, to do that. But it's a big, humongous uh, facility. I pass by it all the time. And we look over there and say, hmm, this is going to be interesting right here from McLean. Yeah. They spend it. How much was that facility? What did it cost them to uh, put that there? Do you know any numbers? I mean, millions. It's so definitely millions. millions. Of, several millions of dollars, right? Yeah. I mean, it's. Of TPS money? It's from the 2015 bond issue. Okay, the bond issue. It's a bond, yeah. It is a bond. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and we were just, we were the next one One on the bond. Yeah, so it is TPS money, but it's not TPS money because it's the community that mm, said, yes, you guys deserve. They closed part of the middle school, right? Was it, uh, what was it? Was it middle school, McLean? Eighth, well, so oh, the seventh, seventh grade, grade center. center. Huh? Seventh. seventh and. So the, are you talking about the seventh grade center or are you talking about the back end? It used to be the eighth grade center. It's like the high they school. They didn't close something. I don't know which uh, one they closed. You can't, you can't keep up with them. Can't, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Didn't they close something with, uh, connected to McLean or seventh grade, sixth grade or. So you're like referring that? to the 7th grade center. That's now our parent resource center. Okay. And it also houses Tulsa Learning Academy over yeah. there now. Okay, Tulsa Learning Academy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then 8th grade was removed. Like, they're not in our building anymore. So, like, you know, we're still a building, but 8th grade is not in our building. And the 7th grade center is not there. And so all of our students are at, um, all of our 6th, 7th, and 8th are at Monroe. At Monroe. At Monroe. Monroe got a new principal, too, over there, right? Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Two years. Has it been two years two now? Year. This is the second remember, year. Uh, Kiana was over there one time, yeah, you know, yeah, doing sure. some stuff. Right. She kind of, she's been in here before, too. Yeah. And uh, they got, a, you know, some new situations going on yeah. over there. But, uh, okay. A lot of changes, huh? Just so many. things, that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully for all the better. That's, you yeah, know? absolutely. You know, so that's what's going on right there. Well, we're going to take a little break. Okay, we're going to take another little break. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. I got it. They say, hey, man, you got to pay the bills. I say, yeah, I still got to pay the bills over here. So we're going to do a little bit of that. And uh, I'm going to be right back. So we want you to stick around. Okay. We use our platform to promote today's leaders while firing tomorrow's. And we serve our local community while helping you serve the world. We are Eaton Media Services, a full-service media company providing promotion, videography, for 
recording services, and more. Connect with us today to find out how we can help you entertain, empower, and involve at Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to The Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. You can find us online at www.utreep.com, that's the letter U-T-R-E-E-P.com, as well as finding us on Facebook, Underground Tree Studios, Instagram as Underground Tree, and you can also find artist Dawn Tree online as Artista Dawn Tree, and you can also kick it old school and give us a call at 202 202- 910-4409. Don't hesitate to call us. All it takes is a 10-minute consultation. We can have you hooked up. Peace. If your credit starts with a 3, 4, 5, or 6, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates along with paying high car insurance and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, Call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Oh, yeah, that's uh, the Credit Shiro down in Houston, Texas. So y'all get with her and, uh, you know, support our... Minority businesses. Hey, we're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. You can always get in touch with us by dialing 832-443-9499. And also, just Google the Bobby Eaton Show. All information's right there. And we're taking donations over here at the Bobby Eaton Show uh, for the Juice Radio Show. We're taking them to Atlanta. Everybody's always talking about that, too. I'm taking young, 
people, 12 of them, 12 young people I'm mm-hmm. going to take to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is we're going to leave Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we're going to video and tape all of this. So we're going to leave Oklahoma, all 12 students and myself, and we're going to stop off in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, and go down Bill Street, Bill Street overnight stay there. And then from there, we're going to wake up, have breakfast and all that, and we're going to leave, go to Atlanta, Georgia. And we're staying at an Airbnb, a big old beautiful home. That, oh, we already got it. And it's just beautiful. We're going to all pile up in that house and have some fun. And then we're going to go to visit CNN News. A friend of mine who works there, she hooked us up with that. CNN News. And we're going to go to the Martin Luther King Center, visit that. Uh, a couple of radio stations in um, the Atlanta area have invited us to attend. And we're going to go by there because we are in black uh, journalism. And uh, we're going to take a tour of Tyler Perry's production studio. So once we do all of that, then we're going to head on back to T-Town. And uh, we want you guys to get involved, support Eaton Media Services, because this is what I do. I'm, I'm into the young people, giving them a tours and things of a lifetime, you know, because you can't just sit on it. You need to give it back. Give it back to our youth, you know, because they are our future. I believe in young people. You know, sometimes old people don't want to pass the torch. You know, y'all need to start passing these torches and mentoring some young people and get involved. You know, just don't be sitting up punching that remote control at the at the house. Support McLean, you know, and other entities in our community that need the help. All right, we're back, and Principal Renee is in the house. You know, and boy, we. We just got it going on. We've been talking about various different topics here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And, uh, you know, I wanted to talk on something right here because I want to address this as we, uh, you know, we got a few more minutes on the show. Now, McLean has a convenience store right across the street. Now, community, people, we need to help and do something about this convenience store across the street since the owners, them, won't really step it up in that particular area. I'm calling it out. I'm saying what it really is. So when school is out, the first place that a lot of students head is right across the street or in the mornings before they even go to school is right across the street. Uh, The police department sometimes is not as visible over there as it should be, which I think they should be, and I think we need to get some discipline that takes place over in that convenience store, you know, and they need to all work together with community and those students and stuff like that, you know, knowing how to to discipline that over there, rather than 10 people just come in the store and, you know, blah, blah, and you know, you know, you know how young people might do it. Some of them may be grabbing something, putting it in their backpack or are uh, bringing, I heard that some of them even roll marijuana and stuff like that over there. And it's all kind of dysfunction taking place in that convenience store over there, which don't need to happen, you know. Um, so what can we do as a community to kind of at least break that down to a bare minimum? You guys got any ideas or something that could happen? So, you uh, you want, okay um yeah we um we actually um and miss i was looking to miss playlock um we we've been working with um 
the store owners, the store owners, and um, a couple community members that are you know strong supporters of McLean, and um, we're actually gonna come to the table together. It's Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah, Thursday. So so we're we're gonna meet with the store owners and some community members and myself, mm-hmm. um, and um, have a TPSPD presence as well as a TPD presence. Um, cause, cause we, we really want to work on, um, that, that, that relationship and making sure that, um, we need, we need to cut it, that it out. We need to better. cut a lot of that. Yeah, it, it just, just got to be gotta better. Be better. We, just, we just gotta yeah. just stop it some kind of, and have some kind of control over that right yeah. there. Yeah. Because that's got, that's become, that has become the meeting place. Yeah. Yeah. This is where we meet up to do our stuff, you yeah. know? And we just need to cut it out yeah. and get some control over and some discipline with that. You got people in our community who won't even stop in that convenience store. Yeah. They won't. They'll pass it up and go to somewhere else because they just think something's going to happen there. Right. Right. You know, so well, that's just that's just Bobby mm-hmm. Eaton's thought, you know, thought process. So You're right. I mean, yeah, people, people don't go to it because of, um, you know, that just things that happens and and unfortunately a lot of times you know um what we have learned is that some things are our students some things are actually other they're not you know everybody says well it's the McLean students and yeah right it's, it's actually there there are kids that will come over from other schools even, or adults or, or adults or adults will right. encourage it there yeah. So, yeah, we're definitely, we're going to come to the table on Thursday and out. try to make sure that we have some things in place. I know, I can't remember what day was that, Wednesday or Thursday, that I think I spent about an hour over there after school Wednesday. just hanging no. out. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday is that Wednesday? Wednesday afternoon. I think I sweat like 40 mm. pounds off. But, yeah, uh, you know, just, just. Yeah, those owners need to take some responsibilities, too. I'm going to call it for what it is. Yeah. Those owners need to take some responsibility because they got a lot of merchandise off in there, a lot of convenience. And, you know, a lot of times uh, uh, convenience store owners will just put big barrels of beer and stuff in the front. You can buy single cigarettes and all of the paper, rolling papers for drugs and all kind of paraphernalia right there as soon as you go to the counter. You know, and that can influence a whole lot. Well, just go to the store, man. You can just run in there right quick and get me a blah, blah, blah. You know, and a lot of that can be of influence, Yeah. you know, to our that communities. You're right. Yeah, and, 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 you know, I see it all the time. Yeah. You know, it's convenient. You know, psh- but and they're trying to make money make and play. Money, right. and they make money off the community, but they don't ever give nothing back to the community. You never mm-hmm. see them give anything back to the community. They done made millions of dollars off of us, mm-hmm. you know, in the community. And don't give I you know, I challenge them all the time when I when I see them. What are you doing in the community? What are you doing to give back? Even Quick Trip just opened up here at Pine and Peoria. Yeah. Great, everybody excited. Ooh, quick trip, quick trip, quick trip. Oh, okay, that's good. But I talked to the general manager and the supervisor. You're here now, and you've been here at other places, and you haven't been giving a damn thing back to us over here. What are you? What programs do you have for children that you can give scholarships and you can give things to the community to help us build things and grow things? You know, you'll suck us to death. That quick trip is the number three quick trip in the nation. Oh, it's busy. It's busy. It's the number three in the nation quick trips. You know, at all quick quick quick. And it, it makes millions of dollars, right? They run out of gas at the pumps. Mm-hmm. So I asked, I challenged 
the, the, the supervisors and regional directors and all of that, what are you going to do in our community? And we need more uh, participation with that. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the phone lines. We got a caller right here. Let's see what's going on, okay? Very close, 314-381. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Well, Bobby, you know, a quick trip gave that land from where they were burnt out in Ferguson to the Urban League to build an educational building there in Ferguson there, Missouri. Yeah, a lot different you, in Missouri than up here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, you talk about the. They haven't done anything here for uh, North Tulsa District One. You talk about uh, where they play stuff. You know, uh, uh, producers pay a premium or pay for their products to be placed in the high traffic areas and stores mm-hmm. like when you uh, get ready to go to the checkout in Walgreens you see a candy and stuff well them candy distributors pay Walgreens a premium to be oh, able yeah. to get their candy sure. mm-hmm. yeah and you know uh, gasoline outlets like Quick Trip they don't make money off of gasoline they make their Correct. money off of when you, you come inside the store you're right about that. A lot of people don't understand. They don't make their money off of gas. You know, their money is made off the product that's being sold inside the store. Yeah, yeah, down here in Louisiana and Baton Rouge, gas is selling for $1.91, $1.93 a gallon. Mm-hmm. At, wow, that's uh, cheap. Places like that. That's cheap. That's, uh, that's cheap. Well, what where, where does it sell for in Oklahoma? Uh, what is it today, y'all, you guys? Two, uh, 214 mm-hmm. at a gallon. Yeah. We uh, what we have here, uh, we uh, caller. We have uh, Tulsa McLean High School principal and staff, and we've been talking about uh, the growth of uh, McLean High School as a school. You know, so yes, that's that's what we've been talking about. You know, well, do McLean have a do you in Tulsa? Do you you got a National Society of Black Engineers chapter there? Don't you? I'm not exactly for sure. I can't answer that. Uh, for sure. Well, you know, uh, Nesby yeah. is working. Pardon me? Yeah, I'm not for sure. Nesby started back in the 1970s. It's, its intended purpose is to write the president mm-hmm. to graduate 15,000 black STEM mm-hmm. graduates yearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it does a damn good job at that uh it was uh-huh. at twenty five thousand, but they had to drop it down to fifteen. Uh-huh. And you know they had a national convention, plus they had a regional uh-huh. convention. But the national convention right. that was right. held ended in March mm-hmm. in uh, Detroit. You had over fifteen thousand STEM students, mm-hmm. and Lockheed Martin hired four hundred black STEM students right off okay. the showroom floor, amongst the thousands of others that were being hired by other corporations. So, but here, that's here something talk, that she might want to get in. Yeah, we need to look into different avenues and different things that's happening. Man, this is Tulsa's kind of a different animal to me, <laughs> you know. But it's 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 good in some ways and it's bad in other ways. So we just got to work together and find those ways to take care of our youth, you know, that are in school, man, and educate them and give them the knowledge and all of the moral standards that they need for the future, man, you know. Do they have school choice there in Oklahoma? School choice? 
where parents can put their child where they prefer and the, and the uh, money follows the child? No, not not we here. We have magnet schools. We got magnet we schools have magnet and charter schools. schools. And charter schools and yeah, we got those kind of schools, but uh, schools. yeah, they're not told yeah. school choice though. But they, it's oh. it's, it's uh, not told traditional needed. All right, well, you look into those All things. Right. If you know, I just share the information. Talk to you All later. Right, man. Talk to you later. All right. You never know where a call is going to come from. You know, so we get them all over the globe. Everybody's listening. So, well, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show, Tulsa McLean principal, Miss Renee, and uh, we are having a great conversation about uh, going forward. And this is your first school year as principal. It is. It's exciting, isn't it? It's, It's so exciting. I know. It is. It is. And uh, it's it's like you know you it's one of those things that you you want and you want and you want and then you get it and you're like mm-hmm. oh it's mine mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's mine. It's now mine. what am it's I gonna do with it yeah. now that I've uh, got it what am I gonna do with it yeah mm-hmm. it is it is and you know I I have to at least like we have two exciting things coming up one is the one that everybody knows about which is homecoming. You know, homecoming. Everybody knows about right. homecoming. Now, McClain. when is home, homecoming? October, October 11th. 11th. October 11th. October 11th. October 11th. Homecoming is always great. And our football team, I don't know if you guys, uh, they played, last week was our first, you know, real game yeah. of the season. And yeah. we beat Victory Christian. So that was like, that uh, was a good. huge That's win good. for us. Yeah. And next Pop, week uh, is. Uh, who are you playing? Central. Central. Yeah. Central too. Yeah. Right? No, that yeah, that would be huge. Yeah, it's gonna um, be huge. And then also the other huge thing that we've talked about is the Dare to Dream um college and career fair. It's like this is the third annual and I know we wanna at least make sure we give out our um is it the email. If we have an email address specific for this event. Mm-hmm. Um so if you're interested in like if you're a business old owner or you're a rep for a college or a um, uh, like a tech type of school or anything or hiring, what else did you say, Dr. Chandler? I'm leaving out. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, yes. Mm-hmm. Anything. And alumni. alumni. Just anything. We just want to give our kids this exposure that, like, there's life beyond, you know, you, you can be what you want to be. Want to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? What is the email address? The email address is dare to dream, which is D A R E T O D R E A M at Gmail dot com. Dare to dream. Huh? Dare to dream. Mm-hmm. Dare to dream. Oh, no? is that incorrect? No, is that right? Is that wrong? It is McLean. McLean. Oh my bad. I'm Do it again. Dream. Okay. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god. <laughs> Look, she, the, I wish Dr. people could McClain. see the eyes. I wish you could see the eyes. I'm working on it. I got the last part right. Hold on. How do you spell McLean? Just for anybody. This is a public service announcement for anybody listening. Please, everybody listen to this part. It's a serious because we, you know, this is kind of an inside joke. You yeah. work 
at McLean. Oh, my goodness. They spell it incorrectly, huh? letters that aren't there. We have trashed so much stationery and <laughs> ads that have come in to us because of the misspelling yeah. of McLean. And you just cringe when yeah. you see it. I bet you they go with like M-C-L-A-N-E. No. 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 no, no, no. They don't do that one? No. It is formally M-C-C-L-A-I-N. That's what, yep. But that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. No, no there's right. no two C's. Just the, people, just the people one thing. People want to put that Mac in front of there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that they really yeah. want that the, claim. They want the double. The so, double C. So the correct email. Correct email. Is um, McLean. M-C-L-A-I-N. Yeah. Dare to dream mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yeah. People have been saying McLean for years. McLean. Yeah. It's yep. really McLean. 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 Yeah, McLean. McLean. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. McLean, then go up to McLean. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah, the, now, it's, it's, it's all the time. Right, yeah. right. McLean. Now, now, back when I was going to school, it was it was McLean Scotts. Oh, man. Yeah, and now it's the uh, Titans, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, this is a very... And so when did it change? Because I haven't, I wasn't here when the cha- when the transition took place and the name change and what happened, science and technology and all of that. I, I'm i trying to figure out uh, when did all that take place? Because when I was, like I said, when I was attending Washington, Booger T, you know, not Washington, but Booger T, it was Booger T then, uh, uh, it was always McLean Scotts. And I don't know when did that name change take place and how long have you guys been the Titans? It took Go ahead. It Sorry. took place under it wasn't um it wasn't Ballard's the guy before Jokowski. Zarkovsky. It was it was two thousand one was the official yeah. year. Name cha- year when it changed. Change. Yeah. Oh, man, that's been eighteen under, eighteen uh, years uh, ago, huh? Yeah. It's under Thompson. But Jokowski came in and wanted to name it McLean High School for Science and Technology and then it came it changed then to T T S T. Yeah, listen, yeah. Oh yeah, because it wasn't even McLean at yeah, all. Yeah, it was T T S S T. How did it? How did that transition so, go? Wow! In, in the words of of our athletic director Philip Johnson, follow the dollar. Follow, follow the dollar. <laughs> dollar. dollar. Uh huh. You know what's crazy that you asked that is that that is literally how we started the year as a staff. Is um we we thought you know let's put a slide together over mm-hmm. our history just to like make sure people know the things um that slide turned into a whole lot of slides um and we started with like this a week literal identity crisis the number of times um because we really we went over it and it it went from um what was that first one McLean Career Academy at some point in the nineties. Somewhere was, in there. Somewhere in the nineties it was McLean Career Academy. And then it was T S S T and then it was McLean Magnet High School for Science and Technology. Then at some point the magnet just Dropped disappeared off. mysteriously into the world. And then it was like McLean Junior, junior and Senior, senior high, high School. school. And then it was, well, no, actually, we're McLean Junior High is this part of the building, this part is McLean. So, wow, yeah, it's been it's, through some trans. It's been 
Well, and it's yeah, it transitioned into a lot of stuff, huh? Yep, and then definitely that's something that we we really talked about too. Is that in itself creates, you know, when it, kids don't know where they're who, you know, my Scott and my Titan and my McLean and my TSSC and my this and my that, and it, it definitely, even though we don't talk about it regularly, that gives you pride in a school to mm-hmm, know yep. this is what I am. You know, mm-hmm. this this is I. I'm McLean and, and this is what I represent. I'm a Titan. I'm a Scott. I'm a, but not just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I go to that school down the road. Do you guys get alumni, alumni coming by visiting sometimes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Every uh, day. Yeah. Every day somebody mm-hmm. coming through. Every, I used to go to school here. Every somebody day. from out of town or something like every that. Every day you will have um, alumni. I would like to see more Titan alumni come in. Okay. Uh, well, you got more Scott alumni. Yeah. Yes. Than you do Titan. It is our it, it is our mighty Scott alumni that uh, comes in to hold up the school, and um, mm-hmm. I would like to see more of our Titans because now we have 19 classes of mm-hmm. Titan alumni. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. And so it would be wonderful to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, come in and come back because they're in that age range where our children are. They're in that demographic. And a lot of them are parents of our children Mm -hmm. because a lot of our our kids' parents did go to McLean Mm -hmm. and and graduate from McLean. And they're Titans. And they are. They're Titans and that's who we want to see. We we definitely we want to see those parents come back. um, You know, every time... We want to see those that had great experiences and bad experiences. That's that's our whole goal is to learn. You got to learn from the bad, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to learn. You got to learn from it. Um, we just can't keep repeating ourselves. But we want those parents in there and those alumni. Um, we welcome them. To be now, what, what's a good time to to visit the school? Is there any type of time frame or something that somebody on the outside need to come through and maybe uh, you know? Talk or volunteer or what? Uh, what are the hours? School hours. Our school hours are eight thirty to three thirty-five, and then um, soon we'll be starting uh, tutoring. Yep. After tutoring, tutoring after school program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that'll run from four to four fifty-five. I well, technically, I mean, we we kind of started like. We say three forty-five to five fifteen because we keep the babies. But yeah, the the real the real meat of it is is that hour long, mm-hmm. um, like three fifty-five to four fifty-five. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, if somebody's coming to volunteer for that, probably three forty-five to mm-hmm. about five five fifteen. Five fifteen, so, and, and they would be working alongside with City Year. Mm-hmm. City, yeah, 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 City Year. Our, That's Tennille Bent. Is that what it is? No, Tennille. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Tennille has had some mm-hmm. connections. I can't, is she still working for yeah. them, or did she? I don't know. She might have left. Yeah, I, I but Tennille, what? Yeah, Tenille's I know her awesome. well. She's, yeah, yeah, she's I know great. Her well. She's, she's been great. over here before, so yeah, great, great person. Yeah. Wow. So those tutoring programs, will they be the the teachers? Will they come from school? Will they be the school teachers, or are there someone else that comes in for an hour or so they will to do be that? The staff, staff at McLean. Staff yeah. at McLean. Yeah. Yeah. They just teachers. stay over until yeah. six o'clock or whatever, huh? Yeah. They stay and um make sure that they're there to support and um there's always one of us you know mm-hmm. somebody's always 
mm-hmm. always there mm-hmm. um, trying to provide that. What are some of the academic classes that you guys have over there, you know, that a student may inspire to take? Because I know you got your basic uh, math and English and those type of there. Are there any other areas of academics that maybe they can go into that are a little different than the, just the basic norm? Some of the um, some of those homes would be our AP classes. Okay. So we have AP Chem. And what is AP um, for our audience? Advanced Placement. Okay, there so we go. In those classes, students have the opportunity to earn college credit in those classes. So you also get high school credit and college credit. Mm-hmm. So we also have we have a lot of students who like to have hands on, which mm-hmm. would be in. So you said an AP class. What's the, I mean, like what what would be an AP? Uh, class that I could take. No, not, not that I could take, but a, <laughs> <laughs> that a student could take. What's an yeah. AP class like what, for example? Like the actual subject? Yeah, subject. Okay, so the subjects we have AP um, Chem, we have Stat. Which is chemistry. 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 AP okay. chemistry. chemistry, and we have Stat with statistics. Mm-hmm. Which and this is our first year to have AP statistics in okay. quite a long time, okay. so I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. And Calc. And that's what I say, and calculus. calculus. And then we have AP Biology. Biology, okay. U.S. History, which is that's also AP course. Now, speaking of those, I'm gonna stop you right here. You say U.S. History is that also incumbent of things like uh, Black Wall Street massacre and things like that? Uh, the, that? That Black History or Minority History, Hispanic History, or is it just you? Is just U.S. government history? That's more like. General, because I know they want to implement the Black Wall Street. Well, ain't that general too? I mean, it mm. is, but they talk about from like the general aspect of they get time, time periods. Yeah, so there's two different yeah. time periods. Okay, but so it's, it's reason I there ask is. because yeah. There, yeah. there's so much Black history being oh, left out is. of history, which is I think is U.S. history, is. you know, and it's just not implemented, so people never get taught. Right. You know about the contributions of uh, minorities, African Americans, and Hispanics, and stuff like that. Yep. They never get taught that history, so they don't ever know. But you know, you're gonna hear about Thomas Edison and, right. and you know George Washington and all of them. So, you know, so. so in that aspect, like the 1921 um, race massacre, it's actually being implemented into Oklahoma history. Yeah. yeah. And that's being written in for sure. Now, on the aspect of the Hispanic popu- uh, Hispanic history, that's probably going to be written into U.S. Um, U.S. government. Not really sure, but that's like above us. That's like a state requirement that they have to rewrite the curriculum for that to add that. But the Alamo our, and stuff and our, all that. Our Oklahoma history teachers, though, mm-hmm. um, they've actually been really just like proactive and trying to make sure I know that we've got a couple field trips planned. Um, I believe they have plans to, you know, Black Wall Street. Um, mm-hmm. And so they're, they're working tours. with some part. Yeah. You mean tours to go down there. Well, yeah. and I think they're just trying to do a whole lot more with it because you're right. It just hasn't, it hasn't been taught. Um, and they don't know. Right. And, and I, I've talked to some students, yeah. high school students over there, and I say, hey, what can you tell me about Black Wall Street? And they can't tell me nothing yeah. about it. So the, way we, and so the way we expose our students by that is we use a grant with our Grand Corner College for downtown Tulsa. And in there, the students are able to go to Gimmel Culture Center, John Hope Franklin, um, Reconciliation Park, as well as the Maybelline. I may be saying that right. House is right next door to Gimmel Culture Center. You're talking about the Mabel Little, Little Mabel House? Little, yeah. yeah. They are able to uh, tour that as well. 
and there's other aspects that they get to tour, but our students are not exposed. So by them going on those trips, they're being able to be taught their history and they're being able to learn more about themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we also, so in our history program specifically, we have a AP government course as well. And then Mm -hmm. we also, um, at McLean, we, we, we try to keep, so African-American history is a course that we, we offer and have offered for quite some time Mm -hmm. and history. We actually have a little bit more, um, there's a lot more electives to choose from. Mm -hmm. And so African-American history is one that we, we try to make sure. The reason reason I say that is because I feel like uh, when it comes to history, culturally, you need to know your history yep. culturally, and that will make you become a, a better person yeah. because you'll have a sense of where you come from, yeah. how what happened, and you tell the truth, and you know. You don't sugarcane stuff and push it all to the side and all that. Well, we ain't going to talk about the massacre. We ain't going to talk about slavery. We're not going to talk about all that. But we will talk about George Washington Carver, right. and we'll talk about a couple of you know astute scientists and stuff like that. It's all history. It's what made our country. You know, it's what while we are like like I was I was telling some young guys I say, Do you know <clears throat> that African Americans built the White House? Mm-hmm. No, what? Mm-hmm. The White House? I said, Yeah. African Americans built the White House. But it's history. Yeah. And you must know your history. You know, 'cause like I said earlier, how can you know where to go if you don't know where you come from? Mm-hmm. You know, so and the system systematically sometimes keeps us contained with that yeah. because we know racism is still alive and kicking, you know, mm-hmm. so, but we got to learn how to diffuse some of that negativity and go forward and support those who love one another, yeah. you know, and that's something that we really need to do, you know, and I'm always saying, you know, over here, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm always saying that, we got a lot of good white people and there's a lot of good black people. But systematically, if the good white people would charge up the bad white people, then you would have a better system going on right here for the system. Because as minorities, which we're only 14% of the United States, that's all we are is 14%. Hispanics are at 17% of the United States and the rest are and then you got a small number of Asians and things like that. But when you deal with a people who are <clears throat> constantly being uh, oppressed and depressed, and a few slip through the cracks, a few slip through the cracks, move to Broken Arrow, move to Owasso, get big old houses, got a good job, you know, it's just a few minority, you know, but the majority are basically oppressed and suppressed. Systematically, systematically, systematically like that, you know, yeah. and, and that that's a thing where you look at it like, wait a minute, man, I got to get my people to actually see, open up the eyes, take off the blinders, you know, face reality. Let's talk about what's real. And, you know, when you start talking about what's real, I'm a black man with a microphone and I try to talk about what's real. Everybody ain't going to always like what I have to say. That's okay, though. You know, that's okay, though, because I'm going to keep preaching what we say, the truth. That's why when I bring McLean High School off in here, we speak the truth. You know, what's going on? I love it. You know, Mm -hmm. what's going on with McLean? We don't sugarcoat nothing. We talk about the truth. 
Because the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what we know. My mom always, bless her soul, she died last year, and she was my biggest supporter on the planet, you know, for all of my life. My dad's an activist. He talks about the, I got it honestly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I just got I it honest. Your dad. I, I, yeah. Your dad. yeah, I mean, I got it honest. I don't know no other way to be. So, and I'm going to keep fighting for equality, keep fighting for those who want to go forward and do positive things, you know, what you, like what you're doing, Ms. Renee, and, you know, what y'all are doing, and keep fighting to go forward, you know, to educate. Education is important, but not only education in school, but education of culture and concept of life, mm-hmm. you know, it works all together. Once you get all that, and put it in a good pot, make good gumbo, you know what I mean? Stare it up, ooh, this, this tastes good. You know, now we can eat all at the table, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the message that we're trying to uh, come about and bring about, yeah. you know, so we can do that. Thank you for giving us this platform. Ah, yeah, it's we been great. I want to thank, thank you, you ladies for taking the time out to come to the Bobby Eaton Show to share your stories your way. And you go always welcome. Doors always open. If anything that I can do to help, don't hesitate to to reach out and you know just let me let old dude know. You know well, what I mean? I want to shout out to yeah. um, our families, our McLean families, um, the supporters of the McLean uh, high school community. I want to also get out some events that are happening. Yeah, tell uh, us about month. it. Uh, the McLean PTSA will have its first meeting for the school year Monday uh, at McLean uh, at 5:30, beginning okay. at 5:30. So, anyone that that can hear this message, you are encouraged to come out, um, be a part of the McLean PTSA. Uh, also, we're kicking off uh, Hispanic Heritage Month the 15th. Uh, at McLean High School. So uh, anyone that has ideas or want to be a part of that, please uh, reach out to me. Let me know. Um, we'll be more than happy to um, get you plugged in. Okay. There. So Great. Um, I guess that that would be it. Besides well, what's, our the, what's, what's the school <laughs> phone number? You guys know? Uh, the, the number to reach us school. at McLean yeah. is 918-833-833. Eight five zero one. Okay, great. Well, once again, thank you, ladies. Okay, for coming out, thank and you. also thank you for having us, Bob. Great, great, great. Thank you. Hey, Monday is Pastor Ray Owens is going to be here uh, with the Metropolitan uh, Church, and we are taking donations here at Eat Media Services for our youth. You know, I got a donation bucket, and I got stuff going on, and we need every dime we can to. That we can get there. So if you want to stop by 1533 North Norfolk, make a small donation. I don't care. 50, 50 cent is good. Anything is good, you know, over here in the neighborhood. So Dr. Umar Johnson, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Contact us at Eden Media Services, 832-443-9499. And I love you guys. And uh, anything you can do to help us, you know, just let us know. Until the next time, have a good one, okay?